Okay, today's daf is Shabbos, daf Samach Gimel. We are on Samach Gimel, Maralev. Seven lines from the top of the Mishnah. So the Mishnah continuing the parak of Isha, discussing what can or cannot be carried out in Tershus Rabbim, what could be worn, what can't be worn. So let's continue this theme. So the Mishnah says, Layitza ish, a man cannot go out, Lebisayef, not with a sword, Lebikeshes. Uh, a bow, like a tris, tris him like you're in Israel, your uh, your shades, but it means a shield. Allah, not an Allah. We'll see what that means. or a spear. If he went out with any of these things, meaning this is a violation of an isra no It's a tachshit. There's no isra This is called an ornament. It looks nice to be uh, girded with a, with a sword. This is not. This is not nice. This is Gnai. It's a disgrace to actually have to have weapons. Shnema the Pusik says, That they're gonna their swords are gonna end up using for farming tools and their spears will be farming tools for pruning your your vegetables. Another famous song based on this Pusik in Yeshaya. So Whatever this means, there's not you're not going to have swords anymore, and therefore you see that the ultimate world is without these things. So it cannot be that these things are considered lenoi. In fact, they are lignai. Next, biris, a garter that would be worn to hold stockings up. Tahira v'yotzin b'abashabes star. We'll see what this means. And you could go out with it on Shabbos. Kevalim, when it comes to Kevalim, which is some type of chains on the legs, we'll see again on the Gemara what this means. Tameim ve'inyot and Shabbos. So the Gemara says, first thing is my ba'ala. What was this ala that we did not translate? So the Gemara says, kolfa, some type of club that they would use to hit people so that you cannot go out with on Shabbos. Rabbelezer says, these things are tachshit, these uh, weapons. So the Gemara says, Tanya, Amru Loy the Rebbe Liazer, Chimi Acher de Tachshit in Hin Loy. Since the Tachshit to him, Mipne Mahin, but Taylor and Moisa Mashiach, why? We brought this Pasuk in Yeshaya that Moisa Mashiach, you're not going to have Cherev, Laisa Goy, Cherev, Layim, Dua Mechama. Why not? Maybe people should still have weapons and they'll just have it Lenoi. It'll be a uniform. So the Gemara says, Amalahan, the fish in and Srikhan. It's unnecessary. Shnebel, Laisa Goy, El Goy Cherev. So. It's unnecessary, they're not going to need it. So the Gemara says, heavy Okay, you don't need it, but still, it looks nice. So the Gemara says, I'm Rabbi, Ashiraga It's like a lamp in Betihara when it's, when it's light outside in broad daylight. You don't need a candle. So it will be worthless to walk around with a sword when it is unnecessary. So based on this, you have a Machlaikas, just regarding Lenoy or not. According to Abelazar, at least Bismanazeh, there would be a uh, there would be a need there would be, it would look nice since I theoretically could use a sword or or other weapons. So then it would be considered a tachshit and there's no problem of walking out with an Shabbos. According to the Chachamim, since we see ultimately it is not a tachshit, so even now, even though people technically use it now, it is not something we're proud of, and therefore it is not a tachshit. So based on this, you have an interesting shayla. We're not going to get into the halacha because it is Friday and uh, we're short on time. But uh, two shaylas. One shayla would be carrying a gun. Another shayla would be holding a uh, carrying a walkie-talkie if, for your uh, your uh, local Hatzalah member. So they carry walkie-talkies on Shabbos. So obviously when it comes to pikuach nefesh situations, a person's allowed to carry a gun. The question is, how is a person allowed to leave his home and go to shul if he, if he knows he's going to have to carry the gun? So that's question number one. 
So that's an easier shiloh to deal with. Question number two is, let's say they're not walking to shul, they're not going to Dvar Mitzvah. Can they walk around carrying a gun because they want to just go see their friend? So if it's, it really depends. If it's Lenoi, it looks nice to, be, to have a gun on your side. Okay, well, one could argue and think about maybe it's fine. That's Lenoi. But according to Chachamim, it's not Lenoi. It's not, it's not something to be proud of that we have to have guns. It's unfortunate that in this world, we have Muhammad, we have fighting. So that, that question comes up, walkie-talkies and guns. So interesting that this is the source for it. Okay. Upliga the Shmuel. The Gemara says this whole discussion argues on Shmuel. The fact that there's no, not going to be any Muhammad anymore, Bismana Mashiach, that's an uh, uh, argument on what Shmuel says. The Amar Shmuel, Shmuel says, The only difference between Olam Hazel which is this world, that when Mashiach will come, Elishibur Goliath Bavada will be in Eretz Yisrael, Klaiso will no longer be in Golos, will be in Eretz Yisrael. Now we're going we're gonna to see this at length in Sanhedrin, in Parachelic, so we're not going to spend too much time discussing this. If you want, there's a lot to, to read up on what's going to go on with Mashiach, Adam Haba. How does Shmuel know that the only difference would be the concept of Shibur Goliath? There's never going to be a time on this world where there won't be poor people. So how can there be poor people? Isn't everything going to be amazing, beautiful? Yeah, everything will be great, but there will still be poor people and the world will still be existing as is, except for one detail, that we will be in Eretz Yisrael and we will no longer be subjugated to the Ummah Sa'ilam. So the Gemara says, All these, the voice, were for loyalness uh, nab. I'm sorry, there was it was not Eli Moisa Mashiach. Avol Adam Haba, Ein LeRosa Elikim Zula Sechas. I'm sorry, I read it wrong. Mesayel Rebchiber Abba. This our Brisa, which says that Leisigai El Goycherev Vliyom Do Ar Machama. That's talking about Moisa Mashiach arguing on Shmuel. But Adam Haba Ein LeRosa Elikim. That no one, no one has ever seen it. No one has ever said nevuah about Olam Haba. So based on this, we have a, just a we're just bringing in the machlokes between Shmuel and our Brisa. Depending on how you're going to learn these psukim of Cherev, is that talking about Olam Haba or is that talking about the Moshe Mashiach? And based on we have machlokes in our Mishnah. So the Gemara says, "Vikat Amri Amulah the Rabbi Lazar." Some say that this whole brisa was really a discussion between the Chacham and Rabbi Lazar. They asked him like this: "Amulah the Rabbi Lazar, v'chimeacher de tachshitin in loy." You're telling me they're they're nice, they're tachshit. It's an ornament. Mipnei Mahin v'tein the Moshe Mashiach. So why be Moshe Mashiach? Will there no longer be swords? They'll actually be used as farming tools. Amalahem. Afli Moshe Mashiach in the Matelim. No, it will, it will not be battle. Be Moshe Mashiach. Hanad Shmuel. This goes like Shmuel that these psukim that the swords and spears are going to be turned into farming tools is not talking about Mashiach's time. It's talking about Elam Habo. Pligid Rav Chiyabar Abu says no. The psukim are talking about Moshe Mashiach. Amalei Abayi Lerav Dimi. Amalei Lerav Avia. Amalei Lerav Yosef. Lerav Dimi. Amalei Lerav Avia. Amalei Lerav Abayi Lerav Yosef. And some say it was that Abayi told Rav Yosef, "My time is Rav Belazar. I'm in Tachshitin in Loi." What's Pshan Rav Belazar who says that these things are are weapons? That these weapons are tachshitin, uh, are ornaments for people. Tachsiv chagor charbacha yarech gibor hoitcha v'hadorecha. You see, there's a hidor, there's a, some type of glory and, and and splendor by having a sword on you. So you see from this pasuk 
that it's considered lenoi. That pasuk is talking about the retorik. That means you should keep it on your thigh. Rashi explains a person should always be uh, reviewing their tyros. So they could have it, so to say, in their back pocket. So this pasuk is talking about the retorik. It has nothing to do with swords. You're right. The, the ultimate drush on this pasuk is tyra, but the pasuk shot. And in mikra yotzi midip shutoi, the concept is we just we read the pasuk as is, and it says swords. So Amar of Kana Kahavinim bar Tamni Sarishnin. Rav Kana said, Kahavinim bar Tamni Sarishnin. When I was eighteen years old, v'hava gamirna lelekuli shas or lekulu tamida, I finished the entire shas v'lehava yodana de in mikra yotzi midip shutoi ad hashda. I never knew that we specifically darshan a pasuk midip shutoi. Meaning, even if you have a Torah shabapeh on what the pasuk means. And he only learned this now, even though he finished Shas when he was 18, so we don't have to feel so bad. My Kamash, what's he trying to tell me? First, learn, and then you figure out all the reasons. Meaning, sometimes people, they don't want to learn either Dafyoimi, which is what we're doing now, or they don't want to learn a lot because they'll say, I don't really understand this, I have to learn slowly. The Gemara says, No. Uh, first, go through everything. You're going to miss some details. And then, and then afterwards, you'll find out all the rules and all the details. So that's what we do. We learned that from you. Okay. Simon Zarus. The next uh, few Gemaras, we're going to use a mnemonic Zarus. So, Amr Rabbi Yirmiya, Amr Rabbi Lazar. So, Rabbi Yirmiya says the name of Rabbi Lazar. Two Tamidachamim, they sharpen, they sharpen each other in Halacha. Meaning, they learn together by Harusa, and through the learning, they question each other. And because of that, they. They are intellectually honest with each other. They become sharp. So Kaddish Baruch Hu is matzliach lehem. He gives them haslacha. Shnemar v'hadorcha tzalach. Atukhi v'hadorcha elo v'chadedcha. Those that sharpen you, they will have haslacha. V'lo'ay elo she'oil n'gdula. They become great. Shnemar tzalach rechav. If you're matzliach, then rechav. You'll ride on the street. You'll ride on the... Uh, on the um, cars or the horses, so you'll show the gedulah. I would think even that through the uh, pursuit for MS, that's how they're going to succeed and be matzliach. Yachal im higes data, I would think maybe a person's arrogant, so he's only arguing with his friend because he wants to show that he knows more. It's only through that that was given on the right, you know, with the right hand. So the point is, and even on a, a simple balabatisha shot would be, is that when a person is intellectually honest, when he is he he uh, leaves himself open for criticism, for questioning, then he could he could grow. But if a person just says what they know, they're never going to learn anything. You're just repeating what you know already. So that's the concept of imechadin zezeb alacha. So we're going to see a few more gemaras on this theme. Next, next few lines. To things that were said, on the right part of the Torah. What does that mean? What is the Pasuk saying? We quote this at a There's a in your right hand, and in your left hand there's which means riches and, and honor. So what's Pshat? Eka, but Oishev Chavim. Someone said, "Elbi mina Oishev Chavim." Leka. 
What does that mean? That only in, in the right side is Arichamim, the left side is, and it doesn't have Oisha uh, Vachavid. What exactly does that mean? Why can't a person have both? So it works like this. It's talking about the Tyra, that if you deal with the Tyra in a Maiminan, in a right handed way, so Rashi explains that you are. Uh, you try to be medactic and mefashvish and and you try to figure out exactly what things mean. So you spend the time, so you're going to have Erechemim. Erechemim Ika, the Kolshkein Oishavachavim. And don't worry, you'll have the Oishavachavim, you'll have a covenant. But Lamasmilimba, those that just use their left hand, meaning a weak way of viewing it. Bedtime reading, that's their connection to Torah. So, you'll have you'll be able to say fancy fancy speeches, but you will not have the So, just by the way, I once heard this from someone, maybe Rabbi Center, or Rosh Hashiva, or maybe the Bali Musa, bring it down that when you look at a Gemara, you look at a, a Sefer, so there's two, when you open a book, there's two ways you can go. You go to the right side, or you go to the left side. When when you're learning a Gemara, the more you end up going back to the right, you, you do Chazara, so then you'll have Arachim. Arachim is the Chazara, analyzing things that you learned already, trying to understand it on a deeper level. That's the Arachim and Bimina. The Smaila, to finish, you want to finish us, you want to finish Mesechtas, I finished everything, that's Smicha, all these things. Arachim v'chavit. You'll have your Arachim v'chavit, but you're only going to have the Arachim through, through your uh, Tamatara, through your Chazara. Sorry, one second. Next, Amrav Yirmiya, Amrav Shem Melakish, Shnei Tamei Chamim, Hanochin Zelzel Halacha. Two Tamei Chamim that are Noicha, they're nice to each other in Halacha. Kadosh Baruch Hu Makshiv Lehem. Kadosh Baruch Hu listen to them. Shnei Mar Oz Nidbaru Yirei Hashem. Ain Dibor El Nacha. Shnei Mar Yad Ber Amim Taach Tainu. See the concept of Nacha. Next the word Yadaber. Mai Lachoish Veishema Shmai Amrav Ami Afilu Chishav Asim Mitzvah Venemus Leisal. The person only had in mind to do a mitzvah. He actually did not do it, but he wanted to. Mai Lachoish Veishema Shmai Amrav Ami Afilu Chishav Asim Mitzvah Venemus Leisal. The Torah. Uh, comp- uh, the Torah is Malala, we uh, treat it as if he actually did it. Anyone who does a mitzvah, the way it says, either that means lishma or you fulfilled the entire mitzvah. No, no, no fun, no, no games. You did the mitzvah. They don't give him bad news. So meaning there's a decree of a king and who's going to tell him not to do it? Well, I'll tell you who's, not, who's going to tell him not to do it. Shemar Mitzvah. Someone who keeps the mitzvahs. So he will be spirit from these they listen to each other when it comes to Dvar Halacha. They learn from each other. HaKadosh Baruch Hu listens to their voices. Listen to your voice, those that, that sit in the gardens. But if they don't do this, they argue with each other. That, that you're telling HaKadosh Baruch Hu to run away. If there's no peace between the Tamid Chamim, so then... You're telling the Shechina to leave. Amrab Abba, Amrab Shemelakish, the Bilchamus, Mahmad Gilim Zelazabalacha. They get together, Bechavrusa, and they're learning Kadesh Baruch Hu Oyhavon. Kadesh Baruch Hu loves them, loves them. Shinema, the Pasuk says. Now, the beginning of the Pasuk is Haviyani al Besayain, which is referring to Tyra, and it says Vidigloi Alai Ahava. 
So what does this mean? There's many drushes on this pasuk, but here we're saying that those that are matgilin zelazeh they gather with each other. So there's a hava, there's a hava from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Amar Rava who the yadit suros of the shmaita. That's only when you know how to learn. If you have two chavrusas getting together and they have no clue how to learn, so again, there's svarim today, there's shirom they can listen to, but if they don't know what they're doing, so then one person is busy stelling deus. He's busy saying you know all these psakim halachas and pshat on the gemara. He has no clue what he's talking about. So then no. Who the less they rob of a muscle the And also that means if you don't have imagat shir, let's say a person is in a yeshiva and instead of Talking to his rabbi and learning, he decides, he knows on his own. So the only time there is a hava, when we have harus learning with each other, is when A, there is a, a minimum understanding of how to learn, and B, is when they don't have a rabbi to teach them. But even if someone has the ability to learn, you're supposed to learn by a rabbi, you're supposed to learn by someone in town that can teach you. That's only when... There's no teacher in town to learn from. But once you have a teacher, a person uh, should be learning from them. Next. Someone who lends money is greater than one who gives tzedakah. Why is that? Because typically you'll give more money as a loan than you would as tzedakah. And the truth is tongue-in-cheek. Many times when people lend people money, they don't end up getting it back. So they end up giving more tzedakah by their voice than they would give for tzedakah. Putting money in someone's pocket, meaning investing in someone, that's the best. We know giving someone a job, investing in someone, helping them start a business, that would be the best of all. Even if he's he, he gets upset, he, he takes revenge, like a nachash, still chagreu amasnecha. Keep him close because there's so much you can learn from him, and you hope also that he, since he's a Tamachacham, over time he's working on it, he's working on these things. But the value of a Tamachacham is great, you're able to overlook some of his shortcomings. However, if you have an Amaaretz, in my Amaaretz who chassid, which is interesting because we know Mishnah and Avay says in Amaaretz chassid, but okay, we'll have to answer that a different time. But if you have an Amaaretz who's a chassid, still, don't, it's, you don't want to live with him. Why? Because since his values are so limited. Yeah, he's nice, he's sweet, but there's no depth to anything he does, so it's going to have a bad effect on you. As opposed to the Tamachacham, even if he sometimes loses control, but there's so much depth and knowledge in everything he does in life, you're going to learn so much from him. There's so much he has to offer, so yeah, there's a couple things that you shouldn't learn from him, but but 99% of it is great. There's something to learn from. As opposed to Amaretz, who 99% of his life, there's nothing to learn from. The 1%... It's nice to learn from him, and of course, always get inspiration from everyone, but to be tadr bishunasai, to sit, to, to be with him constantly, the bad midas, or the, the, the shallow life, is going to have an effect on you. And we see it. Next. Amar Rav Kahanam Rav Shem Melakish. Fa'amila Amar Rav Asi, Amar Rav Shem Melakish. Fa'amila Amar Rav Abba, Amar Rav Shem Melakish. Call him a god, a kelev rab, So you have a kelev rab, bad dog, in your house. Moinea chesed mitoch beisai. You won't be able to do chesed in your house. And we're going to see why. Shnemar the Pasuk says, Lamas mereo chesed. So you're taking, you're holding back from your friend, chesed. And lamas could also mean a dog. So holding, you're holding back chesed with a dog. Shekin belashin yevanis karin lekel lamas. In Greek, they call a dog by lamas. Rav Nachman Yitzchak Amar af parkim in a Yerushmayim. 
you will not have Yerushimayim when you have this wild dog in your house. That's the Pasuk, to figure out what, what the Peshat is. But something to do with having wild dogs that you, you lose your Yerushimayim. So we're just going to show how this plays out. That there is a... There, that you're not going to be able to do chesed. So he, it said, the a certain pregnant woman, she came to a house to bake. She, she came to use the ovens. But the dog barked at her. The owner's dog barked at her. Is Akad Volda. Unfortunately, she uh, she had a miscarriage. Amarle married the base. The owner of the house told her, don't worry, don't be scared. Don't be afraid of the dog. I took out the, the, uh, the teeth and I took out the claws. It can't bite you, so don't worry. I got, I got the dog. So I'm relay. Too late. Shkula tivus to take your uh, all your favors. Vishadi ichizre throw it onto uh, thorns. Why? Because kvar not vlad. Unfortunately, she had a miscarriage and and uh, too late now. So the point is, the Gemara says you're gonna take back chesed because let's say someone has a wild dog in their house that most people, most from Jews, wouldn't want to spend time with. So you're going to invite people to your house for a meal. You're going to try to do chesed in your house. And people are not going to come. So therefore, a kelevra, if someone has a wild dog, so then no one's going to come over. So it limits how much you're able to give other people. And part of giving other people is, is your possessions, your house. So you can't give other people because they can't come to your house because you got your dog there. Next. Amar of Huna, Maidach, said the Pasuk says, So rejoice when you're young. What does this mean? So up until here, the pasuk, uh, up until where it says Hakadosh Baruch is going to judge you, that's talking about the Yitzhara. The Yitzhara is telling you, enjoy, enjoy your life. Afterwards, that Elakecha b'Mishpah, the Shem's going to judge you. That's the Divrei Yitzhatayv. Yishlakasher ma'at kam the Divrei Torah. Up until here is the Divrei Torah. When a person is young, you learn everything. It's Geshmak, and then as you get older, you actually have to. Take what you learned and put it lemaisa. A great example of this when a person is learning in yeshiva. So they think about chumras and how they're going to interact with people, and then at some point, boom, they got to go to work. And when they go to work, there's a whole world that's called lemaisa. And even though a person has a lot of knowledge, but when they get to work, it's mikamba elach lemaisa mitayv. Now you got to take all that knowledge, all the years spent in yeshiva or in kailo or beisyako of seminary, wherever a person is, and you got to take all that and put it lemaisa. So that's the challenge of yivyacha elikim b'mishpat. Next.